satisfies those who are hungry and thirsty. Amen? And we are hungry and thirsty for more of Him this evening. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you once again for your grace in our life. Lord Jesus Christ, how precious it is to just to walk with you and to be with you, Father, and to have, Lord, even this evening, this time of fellowship with you. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, on this wonderful day, how you have blessed us with your word this morning. You fed our soul, Father, and Lord, with a message, the type of a convention, Father, to encourage us, Father, to show us our position, to show us, Father, even the time and to recognize the time and the day and the message. Father, we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, while the world is in gross darkness, there's a light, the evening light still shining, Father directing our path, directing, Father, Lord, our heart, and leading us, Lord, closer to you. 
Father, we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for this evening, for the special, for the worship. Thank you, Father, for Brother Dale. Thank you for the testimony, for the life, for the positive influence of his life in our lives, Father. Lord, we thank you for the miracle of Brother Eric. Father, we thank you for every part of the service and what you are doing, Lord. You are faithful in the smallest details. Thank you for the worship, the atmosphere that has been created. Lord, we, God, you have given us a place to worship. The other places, Lord, where they don't have this place, but we have a place where we can worship and have time, Lord, of communion with you. May you, Father, speak to our heart for the remainder of the service. Father, as we heard this morning, you use man. Father, Lord, may you put the man part aside. May the Holy Spirit lead and speak to us. We are so thankful, Father, that we have the absolute. We have, Lord, the truth, the present truth, Father. Not the truth of another age, but the truth for our age, Lord, to help us to get ready for the rapture. Lord, how we love you and appreciate you and bless the remainder of the service, Lord. Bless your people this evening. Whatever need there is in the assembly, Father, may you, Lord, come and as we have sung, Lord, you are still the same master who can satisfy the soul, satisfy, Father, whatever need it is. You are still the same yesterday, today, and forever. May you bless, Father, your word once we come here. Bless our heart where we receive your word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's sing that song, Speak My Lord, Speak My Lord. Speak my Lord, speak my Lord, speak and I'll be quick to answer thee. Speak my Lord, speak my Lord, speak and I will answer, Lord, send me. God bless you. I invite you to go to the Word of God, the same scripture that I read last time. I would like to continue the same thought this evening. Thank God for the musician and creating the atmosphere. Lord, through Genesis 3. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath not God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, You may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree of, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall he touch it, lest he die. So she started very well. Then the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make other wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. 
And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron. And they heard the voice of God, the Lord God, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And as we heard this morning, the voice of God, same as the person. And Adam and Eve, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Let's remember in verse 7, they had something to make themselves to cover, but couldn't stand in the presence of that voice. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Amen. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. May God bless his word. You can have your seat. Sure, you and I enjoyed the service this morning, and uh, God bless His servant. It was just it was very, very good, Amen. And uh, if we could only have the revelation of what we heard, I think it will help us to fight in this battle in the proper way. Amen. Um, I'll read again Matthew 6, 21, 24. Save time. Having my note here it says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart also be. And the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Therefore the light that is in thee be darkness. How great is that darkness! No man can serve two masters, for either, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammoth. So continue the same um, title as last time, Silent Invasion Exposed, part two, if you allow me to go in that path. Um, just want to grab from the place more or less where I left last time. And uh, um, some of them might be repetition or maybe the same thought in the same line. As I was sharing my wife, I say, oh, I like the way Brother Ed sometimes take part two to the other side of something else. Uh, my side, when I say part two, it means the continuation of the same thought. <laughs> but I hope it's okay. Amen. Um, one time one preacher was asked, and he was preaching all the time on repentance for a couple of weeks, and the board of deacons, and for those who are not aware of that, not the deacons of this church, but the board of the deacons, the pastor, you know, I think you remember the, master, the, the, the story properly, and said, well, you don't have something else to preach on? I said, oh, yeah, I have a lot, but you know what? I want them to leave first this part, then I will change to the other part. I thought, God, I... I feel like I'm still a little bit to emphasize a little bit on that, if you don't mind, with me this evening, just to see how the Lord is leading. Amen? Uh, if the Lord permit, I'll go maybe on the remedies. 
One thing we have to be aware of, the enemy is not in the rush to take everything. The enemy is not, the enemy, the devil, is not in a rush to take everything at once. And the enemy just want to have a foothold, just want to have a place where he can start, just want to have a secure position from which further progress may be made. That's what the enemy wants. wants and he knows our ability, as it was for Eve. He has studied Eve, and he just want, he didn't want, he didn't want to start all of a sudden with Adam and says, you know, Adam, you know this is wrong, or Eve, you know this is wrong, or anything. He would just wait for a place where he can start, and from that place or for the weak spot, if he can have that place and be stable in that place and be secure in that place, is not be bordered on that place, then from that place he will try to invade further and try to take more and more of the space. That's how it has always been the strategy, that how it has always been is a, is, a, is a tactics, that what he did with Eve, his goal was to be injected in God's in, inheritance, and he went in gradually, gradually, and he went in, and we know the end of the story. The devil is also a copycat. He just changes forms, but he can be just the same spirit. We see that the prophet will go and take in the example of Joel. He says, you know, it was only the same insect. It was the same insect which the palmer worm has left had the locust eaten, and that which the locust has left had the canker worm eaten, and that which the canker home has left, have the caterpillar eaten. So it was not a different thing. It started with something that was just very timid or something that was just innocent, something that was nothing. And from that perspective, it tried to go deeper. And then as we, one time we talked about it and we saw the first, the first stage is really the caterpillar that eats everything. But how it started was just a small morph, was just a small thing that was innocent. That's why the prophet will, con- will continue to insist, shun any appearance of sin. Don't wait for it to explode. Then you start dealing with all the things and all the symptoms and all the things that's going as it starts at the early stage, that's where you already need to kill it and to remove it. As I was reading in the Bible, I saw how Moses told, it was Moses was angry in numbers. It was on my note. I didn't want to speak about that because I, I myself I find it a little bit hard to speak even to young people or to the kids. But uh, he said, no, when you go there, you have to exterminate everything. You have to take the woman and everything. Why? Because even those small ones, if the small ones grow, that will be the one who will be hurting you the most. So you have to eliminate that from the very early stage. Because that will be the same thing. Amen? We see in Revelation 6, the rider changed, the, 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 the horse rider changed from the white horse rider to the pale horse rider. It's the same devil. As the prophet will say, the prophet will say in, second, in the second seal, he says, when he first started, he was just, well, he was just a little doctrine. In a monk's called the Nicolaitanism, of course, it wouldn't slay anything. That's Revelation 2.6, if you want to put it down. He wouldn't slay anything, just a doctrine, just a spirit amongst the people. Now it would slay nothing, and he was so innocent, riding on this white horse. Well, you know, we can have a great worldwide church 
We could call it the universal church. They still do, all right? Now, we could have, oh, it's perfectly innocent, and it's so innocent, it's just a group of men. It says, we all get together for fellowship, see, it's very innocent, it's white, the white horse was, see, and it goes on and says, says on the other places, but when he did that, he did not have the ecclesiastical power yet, but he started in with a demon of a false teaching, and that teaching became a doctrine, and that doctrine became incarnate in a false prophet, amen? We see the same principle there. So he got off this white horse, he got on this red horse, and he can kill anybody that don't agree with him. There is your seal, same fellow. Watch him ride on into eternity yonder with it. See, unites both his powers together. The same thing they are trying to do right now, the same thing today. So it's not just a tactical strategy of the first age. It's the same strategy that continues to use all the way to the eternity, to eternity, because it's the same person, it's the same thing. That's why it's important to discern the spirit. Amen. It's important as the church, as the maturity of the mature church, to discern the spirit. It's important to prove every spirit by the word test. Amen. What the word says, what the word says, with the word is it in order with the word of God. It is, it is motivated, it is the right motive, it is the right objective. It is his love behind it. All things important as a mature church to be important to discern the spirit of everything. 1 John 4, 6 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world, Hereby, know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. You know, not just only, if we could put it that, not just to add, some, not to add something to the Bible, but if Jesus Christ is come into this flesh, is of God. Not only the word in a written form, but the word becoming flesh. Amen. And it says, every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof you have heard that should come, and even now already is in the church, is in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. What a promise, amen. And because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, amen. We'll get to that maybe later, if we load it up. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. We are of God, and he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. As that is not to say, as, a, as in a boasting way, you know, if you are on the truth, you have to hear us. You know, I had a friend who usually we used to talk, and he would come to me and says, you know, so what you mean is to say that without really someone who can't believe in the message cannot go in the rapture? And they're trying to corner me on that part. If I could be humble enough to say that, and I'll try to be humble as much, but he knew that I would come to that, and at the end he says, you know what? I don't want to hurt you, but if you don't believe in the message of the hour, there is no rapture for you. I'm sorry to tell you that. 
but that's absolutely the truth. It's not nothing to be boastful about it. It's just the grace of God. Amen. As you see by the principle, you cannot come out of Egypt without Moses. All the time you see in the Bible, even when there were more, you would say, you would have said, we have now more faith, Moses, to go, to, go, to go into the land. Now we agree to you to go into the land. He says, no, you cannot go. You are not with me. Amen. At that time, when he decided, because they didn't follow the word of God, you have to be with Moses in, go, in order to go into the land. You have to be with the message of Moses in order to go into the land. So without the message of Moses, you cannot either come from Egypt and you cannot go into the land. You need both of them. Amen. Satan wants mixer. But God does not want mixer. Satan always wants to make a mixing. You know, with the mixing, and it comes also in the religion. Are you with me this evening? Yeah. Amen. I keep dancing. I think I lost weight all of a sudden. <laughs> Sorry. It's distracting me. Sorry for that. Um. Yeah, so Satan wants to be mixing. He wants a lukewarm religion. He wants a lukewarm, a lukewarm experience. He wants neither to be hot, neither to be, neither to be cold. He wants you just to have that middle, that middle way of going, of doing things. Can you imagine that the worst age, the worst age that he is, the worst of all the ages, it is the age of Laodicea. And the age of the Odyssey, God declares it not as the coldest of all ages, like the coldest age, that's the worst age. He says, you are lukewarm. It means you have a little bit of things that might be like in and out and in and out, but that's not what God wants. God wants the clear net decision whether you are hot or whether you are cold. Once you are lukewarm religion, God hates a lukewarm religion. God hates a lukewarm experience. God hates a person who doesn't have a single eye. God hates someone who is one day in the church is a Christian and one after church is in the world. God wants someone who is completely dedicated to him. God wants someone who loves him with all his heart. God wants someone who is completely committed to God. Amen. That's what the, I believe that what the message comes to do to produce is people who are completely dedicated to God. Amen. Nothing of the world separated completely from the world. We see Balaam, Balaam wanted to have a mixed God congregation. He wanted to mix things. He wanted to have you know, the Moabites Moabite and, and also the Israelites to make them one congregation. But God never, for, never forgave them for that, never accepted that, that, that concept that we are one group, we are one thing. If you don't allow, we don't walk with the word of God, you cannot have a unity without the word of God. What assemble the people, what put the people together is the unity based upon the word of God. Amen. Are you with me this evening? God hates a lukewarm religion. That's why the devil, what the devil wants, the prophet will say in the exposition of the church ages, the antichrist spirit will come into the church and defile it, making it lukewarm 
formal and powerless. Amen. It ex- and it says the book of Revelation exposes Satan revealing his work or attempted destruction of God's people and the discrediting of God's word right down to the time he's cast into the lake of fire. The devil fights that. He cannot stand it. He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for and that she can do greater things, she will be an invincible army. It's not only something of the future, but I believe it also right now. We are the invincible army. Amen. But as I was reading... In the place of Balaam, he made so, it's something that struck me in the Bible, it says he, he made so good declaration. And I wonder why Balaam really did make his mistakes. If you read the Bible in Numbers 22, 12, 19, it says, God says unto Balaam, that shall not go with them, that shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, get you into your land, for the Lord refuses to give me leave to go with you. And the princes of the Moab rose up and they went into Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. And Balak sent again princes more and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and said to him, and said, Balak, that saved Balak, the son of Zippo, let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me, for I will promote thee unto very great honor. And I will do whatsoever that saith unto me, Come therefore, I pray thee, and curse me, these people. And Balaam answered and said unto the servants of Balak, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or, or more. I believe it's a good declaration. No matter what he's going to give, even if he gives him his good house full of silver and of gold, I'm not there. I'm not going. I will not go beyond the word of the Lord my God. I cannot do less. I cannot do more. I stand with the word of God. That's a very good declaration, Balaam. And I support that. That should be the attitude of every real Christian. No less, no more, exactly the word of God. You cannot add anything to the word of God. You cannot remove anything to the word of God. Leave it as pure as the word of God is. Because that's our strength. Amen. Stay with the word of God as the prophet stays with the word of God. The first mistake was the question that he made. He says about the word of God. He says, and therefore I pray thee, Terry. And the 19 says, now therefore I pray you, Terry, he also this night that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more. I think that where he started is the first mistake. Because he wanted to find out more on what God has already declared as the word of God. He wanted to see if God has changed his mind. And the prophet, I think, believe that he says, he say that God gave him a permissive will. Because his, his perfect will was already declared, don't go with them. Stay with the word of God. Don't try to change. The word of God can never change. Stay as the prophet say the word of God. That's our absolute amen. Stay the way it says. Say the way the tape says. Say the way the prophet said it. Amen. 
we cannot, 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 we cannot try to mix it with our own ideas, our own concept. We cannot mix it with our traditions. We cannot mix it with our culture. We have to keep the way the prophet, the way the revelation has been given to the prophet. Do you agree with me? That's why if you have a question, oh, just stay on the safe side. Don't do it. Amen. Don't question the word of God. I was reading and listening, to, I was listening rather to the, the message, the conflict between God and Satan. It says what the enemy is trying to use is reasoning. What Satan is trying to use as a strategy is reasoning about the word of God. We don't have to reason about the word of God. We keep it the way it is. Amen. One of the messages I like as well is presuming. We are not in the age of presuming. We are not in the age of trying to, to try to find out things. We have by divine grace, we have by divine grace the perfect word with the perfect interpretation. There is no way of presuming. Amen. Presuming is going into something without authority. But by God's grace, we have received the perfect word of God. Then it's through nature. Nature started to show up later. In Numbers 22, it says, 2241, it came to pass on the morrow that Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, and thence he might see the utmost part of the people. And Numbers 23:13 says, And Balak said unto him, Come, I pray thee, with me unto another place from whence thou mayest to see them that I shall see by the utmost part of them, and shall not see them all, and shall not see them all, and curse me them from thence. And he brought him into the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bullock and a ram of, on every altar. If you notice there, as, as Balak is bringing him, or is making him go from different place to different place, as before, one is making those moves, Balaam is not checking with God anymore. He first goes to those places, and then once he gets there, he builds the altar, and then he asks God, let here wait for what God is going to say. But why did you first move from that place for that place for that place without asking God? Sometimes we want to put God in a spot where we have just, oh, this, no, you have to ask God, is it your perfect will first? Because very easily it can be already a silent invasion right there. Amen. Stay first with the word of God. God, is that your perfect will first before I move? Amen. That's why the prophet will say, in expectation says, don't, don't know why, but I've often seen the three things that hinder ministry. One man, three, one man, three things, one of them is money and the other is woman. The other one is popularity. That's exactly right. When a man gets to a place, he just has to scream and cry and carry on and think so much of money, he forgets God. He's gone. That's all there is to it. That's right. We have to meet expenses and so forth. And the next thing, I have the greatest respect for women, Christian women. I think that a good, that a good, that a good, that a good woman is one of the best gifts that God could give a man outside of salvation. I believe that a good woman, but I better keep still there. Says I better keep still there. I married a little old fat girl up there. I love her with all my heart. I've never seen in one take her place. I know as long as I stay a Christian, I feel that same way. That's right. 
And the next thing is popularity. Sometimes God can give a man just a little bit, a few friends and something, and they, which all love friends, but now don't get me wrong. I just love friends, but when you get to thinking, maybe you had a little audience of people and something a little above the average, begin to think, look, look who I am, brother. You are on your road right down, right then. The first thing we have to master is to know our inability. Everything depends on God. Whatever God gives you, you cannot tell it's because of me. It's because of God's grace. But when you start already in that path, we are going down right there. It says, that's right. So it should be that way. God knows what's best. The truth, that's true. And you have to watch that. Satan sure throws it out there. Awful flowery. But if we just stay under the blood and you pray that I will. Now remember, I could fall, but if you keep praying for me and God keeps loving me, it will make it. I believe if you pray for me and I try my best, God will continue to love me then. But the main thing is when God begins to bless a brother and give him something a little more than or something another to help the people, then the man begins to think, see who I am. Right then he's on his road down. Is that a good principle? <laughs> it's certainly, certainly true because usually the, the, the things that, if, if there can be a hindrance for ministers, I think it can be a hindrance for all of us. Because it's the thing, it's the thing that can easily put you down. If the focus becomes money, I didn't take that, but I read in the Bible, it says, where the sea that, that falls into the stone, I think the, the rocky places, it, it, it's the right seed, it's the right seed, it has all the quality, it has all that it contains, but it falls in that ground, what it is the type of it, it's the care of the things of the world that comes and chokes the right seed, amen. The right seed because the main focus of a person is on the care of the things of the world and the last and the different things and looking for money and different things. Those things are important, but they should not take everything about the Christian. Amen. Always remember that God has to have the first place and the first priority. Amen. I'll be a bit on the, might sound like a simple things, but it's important to come to the background. Samson, you started well. What's going on on that? You ended up being on turning a large milestone and grinding grain. Not how, not how he lost his strength. Delilah was doing it slowly. But God had already left in Judges, in the, in the book of Judges, says, When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come upon this once, for he had showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistine came upon to her and brought money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon his knee. And she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he walked out of his sleep and said, I will go out as the other times before and shake myself. He wished not what the Lord was departed from him. 
The first mistake that he was there, why Samson are going out in Gaza? Why are you going to the woman? Why? You know your weakness. Why are you going in those areas? Why you think that, no, you are more stronger than, than what you think? That, but that's already, the, that's already the first mistake that you are making, Samson. But I thought that God will be with him. It's unconditional, you know, whatever I do, I, everything. No, Samson. <laughs> Samson, no, Samson, the Philistine on thee. You need to get out of it to begin with. Amen. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with feathers of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. The prophet says, when Samson was bound, we can't have a revival. Listen, our loyal brother, Billy Graham, revival in our day. Listen at Oral Roberts scream, revival in our day. Listen at all the rest of them, revival in our day. How can we have a revival when we are bound? We, are bound, we have bound the Holy Spirit with our organizations and traditions. We can't have a Holy Ghost revival, amen. I know that it's scorching hot, but with the weather, but it's the truth. How can we have a Holy Ghost revival when we are so bound and starchy? Form of godliness, the Bible says they have form of godliness, but wouldn't deny the power thereof. The power of what? The power of the organization, the power of the world, the power of the church, the power of the Holy Ghost. No, but the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the secret place in the church. When the church adopts educated preachers and big buildings and finery and the state of the old-fashioned Holy Ghost, they'd better be on the mission, on the mission again. Amen. True. How would you going to have a revival of the Holy Ghost and people quench it and bound it and afraid of it? That's where the trouble lies. The Philistines is on the B, but the one blessed hope we have while Samson was in jail, the prophet didn't finish. He says, what's the first thing they done when they caught him? They bound him first. They took his power away. They found his secret. They found your secret. The world find your secret. I was listening to a prophet that one place says, the secret of all the mysteries of God is prayer. They found your secret. They distracted you from your prayer life. They distracted you from the reading of the word of God. They find your secret. That's where they're binding you. He says, now you women all bob your hair. It goes like the world. You men all go and act like the world. It's all right. Tell jokes and dirty jokes and go out and smoke a few cigarettes and run out with the neighbor's wife and everything else like that. A little social drink to hold your job. I'd rather lay on my belly and eat soda crackers and drink branch water and stay clean and pure before God and to compromise for any kind of a job. That's right. True. Stay true to God. Samson the Philistine is on the thing Brother Ed mentioned that last time. So, Brother Branham, Branham Tabernacle, wordlism is creeping among you. What about? Have you exposed your secret? Have you exposed that secret that God gives you when you were wandering there in the, in the sawdust a few years ago? Have you let it creep out with social, formal worship? What happened to you? God can come down and perform a miracle and ride down through the audience and tell people the secret of the heart and everything and heal the sick and afflicted and do signs and wonders and preach his word as hard as they can. 
by the Holy Spirit, and people say, well, I guess that's all right. We enjoy listening to it all at while, but we are not, if we are not too tired. That, brother, that, that Branham Tabernacle, the Philistines is on thee. But when, used to be when the preaching of the word and whole sent with the tears in their eyes would rise to their feet and walk and sobbing, maybe not saying a word, just walking around two or three times and sat down so filled with the Holy Ghost, the word fed them. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Philistines is on thee, Branham Tabernacle. Philistines is on thee, Pentecostals. The secret of the mystery of God has read the key that opens the door to everything of God is prayer. Now, what does prayer does? Prayer is not exactly bringing God down to man. It's bringing man up to God. All you lose, as you pray, you lose sight of these earthly things. You sway out in somewhere else, way beyond and on and on, till you come into his presence. And then when you come in the presence of God, as we heard this morning, when you come in the presence of God, in the real presence of God, you cannot hate your brother. You cannot hate your sister. When you come really in the presence of God, you cannot see the mistakes of your brother or the mistakes of your sister. When you come really in the presence of God, it should come a travail of the soul, and you start praying for others. You start praying for the mistakes of others. Sometimes even the mistakes of others becomes like your mistake. Because you come in the presence of God. As Daniel came in the presence of God, he was not saying the sin of the, of the other people became like it was his own sin. God, forgive us for what we have done. That's where we need to come to. The prophet says, I'd made a pledge to God. I found out that Samson failed because of Delilah, the woman. I found out that Saul fell because of pride, and Balaam fell because of money. And all those things are written for example, say the book of Hebrews. And we watch those things and keep the blood covered between us and those things. Shepherd of the shepherd. I believe King Uzziah died a leprous man because of pride. May God keep us from all those things. May God give us strength and keep us, and of course, may God give us strength and keep us from the silent invader, compromise on the word, stay with the standard of the word of God. I wanted to give you the title for this evening, a subtitle says, Do not let the bars down. Do not let the bars down. As I was in another town, and just this August, I was in another town. I don't want to put it as an example, but I just want to put that as, a, as, a, as something that just, just came to. Um, I went to a wedding. I don't want to a comparison between other churches and our church. Don't take it wrong. And if anybody hear that, uh, I don't even want to mention that church. But other church went there, and there was a wedding happening, and everything that's happening in that wedding, and a very nice wedding, very nice preaching, and everything. Then we went to the went to the ceremony there, and went to the, went to the ceremony. You know, um, African wedding are a little bit different. <laughs> Excuse me for that, but there is, a, there is a scenario that happens, a little bit of, the, of music that goes on. So as, uh, as, as, as the people came in and uh, with that music and everything, uh, and they were good, 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 um, good, good, good. They were, 
There were message believers, singers in that, in, the, in that congregation. They have the instrument and everything. But somehow when they came in, they had, came in and a bit of dancing going on there, they put the, the, the denomination of songs and it was going on there. And my heart was kind of hurt a little bit. Um, then I shared, with, I shared with someone else and the minister was like, you know, as we had true message believer singers, very good in the audience there, I think what the message were, were we giving to them? It means it sounded like we were telling them, you know, this, this is the kind of music we like. This is the way we want you to sing. This is the way we want you to perform. This is the melody we want. This is the thing that, that makes us happy. And it kind of made me sad. And the other person also was also a minister and, and just jumped in and says, yeah, that's true. It also hurt me. That's the same challenge that the, the ministers have too. Because the congregation sometimes bring that, like, oh, this is what we like, right? Then you feel like, okay, I want, as a, as a human, feel like, okay, you're struggling sometimes. And now we are portraying that also to the musicians, or this is what we like. But they are there. They could sing the real message songs with right words. Maybe we don't have to dance, but that's what we believe in with all our heart. And... Uh, and as the conversation goes on, then, yeah, we have to keep the standard. And we have to keep the standard. It has to be the congregation. It has to be the ministers all together keeping the standard. Don't let the bars down. Sometimes the pressure comes from the congregation, but we have to let the congregation and the ministers all stay together keeping the standard high as the prophet preached, as Brother Harold preached, as Brother Ed is preaching, as the ministers are trying to preach. Let's keep it high. Amen. 2 Timothy 4, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom and preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own last shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned into fables. Amen. Like what the prophet, what, what, what Pastor Harold preached one time, the sound doctrine. Amen. We still need to emphasize on the sound doctrine. Amen. Because in Numbers 3.35 it says, But if you will not drive out to the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Amen. So we don't want anything to be pricks in our eyes. We want to cast out all the occupants, everything that is trying to stay in the middle between you and God. Take it out. Amen. Take it, remove any invader. Take it out. Anything that's staying in a relationship between you and God. Amen. Balaam then changes tactic. He says, Behold, these things cause the children of Israel. Numbers 31, 16. Behold, these cause the children of Israel, though the counsel, through the counsel of Balaam, to commit a, stress, a trespass against the Lord in the mud of Peor. And there was a great plague among the congregation of the Lord. He was claiming, we are the same. 
We are, if we, no, we are not the same. He, but he said we are the same. But the word of God says we are not the same. We are separate people with a different message, amen. The message of Malachi 4 is a message that is calling out, out of Babylon. Not taking anything out of Babylon, but remaining pure with the word of God, amen. Amen. We thank God for the word of God. We thank God for the Phineas among us. Amen. We thank God for the men preacher of God. Amen. Among us. There was one just, uh, uh, sorry for being a little bit critical here, but there was another critic that I was just tell, telling us, oh, uh, for, under the form of critic says, you know, I don't believe that the word of God is being preached again in purity. The message is not preached in purity in Canada anymore. I heard that. Some uh, righteous indignation come out of me. <laughs> I was like, no, that's, that, 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 that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> you need to come to our church one time. <laughs> You'll hear what is preached there. you realize that the message is still preached in the purity as it was preached by William Marion Branham. Sometimes even the tape of William Branham is being preached here. If you say the, the message is being, we are listening to the tapes here, how can you say that it's not preached in our church? So this is just, I use the word of the prophet to be polite, Tommy Rod. <laughs> but um, that was my human part a little bit there. God forgive me. But Jesus said, both heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall never fail. That's the best weapon there is, the conflict between God and Satan. It's the word of the eternal God. What is the word of God? The word of God is God himself. God gave the believer himself. Amen. It's God himself. He gave the believer himself to attack the enemy. But to attack the enemy by. In other words, he is the Father, and the Word is God. Then the Word is our Father. We are born by the Word, and He is standing in the forefront for His children. Amen. There you are, standing out here, there for His children. What are we scared about? The rapture is sure. The coming is sure. Every blessing that's been promised is ours. All belongs to us. And if we kind of slack up and say, Satan say, come and around and over this side, I'll reason that out with you. Oh, you got behind Father then. Don't you do that. You stay right where Father stands, right where it stays, and that's save the Father. Amen. That save my Father. That save my Father. It's going to defeat him as sure as the word. Let it God too. All right. But when you get out from behind that, like Eve did, the battle is lost. Now, poor Eve, she listened and she lost her place. All right. Then, down, then, down in the same message, she says, why? She's fortified. What? Fortifying what? The word. The word what? The word made flesh dwelling among us, watching him move among us in our assembly. There he is. That what difference there is to make. What difference does it make, amen? Let the conflict go on. The conflict will go on. The conflict is there. Sometimes we don't want to hear, oh no, some people say, you know, the devil is not real. The devil is real. The devil has a tactic and strategies that are real. 
But it's not to scare us. But it's, not, it's to know that he's real. We know that he's, he's a deceiver. We know that he's, 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 a, he's a subtle. We know all of these things. But it's not to make us afraid. But it's to know, to warn us that we have to stand behind the word of God. Prophet says, Hallelujah. Say that because I feel that the Holy Spirit is here. The invasion is on, just sweeping from house to house, from place to place, from church to church, from man to man. It says, what is it? It's the devil. The invasion is on. It's in saying nothing about this individual, that individual. I'm saying it's unclean spirit that are possessing the people, driving them right into it. The invasion of the United States, the overthrow of the church. The church is overthrown by the devil. So, and then he comes back yonder, and then he continues. So we are fighting out against the spiritual spirit. As the prophet would suggest, children, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise with the moral stands of the revival and the Lord Jesus Christ and say, I will take the way with the Lord's despised few. Amen. In the invasion. So we know that it's the invasion is going on. The invasion is the reality. He says, but Brother Moses, I don't see an invasion. I don't see any sins. But listen to this, the prophet saying. He says, I the same thing to the church of the living God. They get out here and try to glamorize and fix themselves and act like that. They strip their women right here. And people don't realize that the devil is invading your home. Ephesians 6, 6, 12 says, For we wrestle not against the flesh and the blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of the stronghold. The devil wants to have a foothold, then he will build his stronghold, but we have received the word of God to destroy all the strongholds. It says, casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And this is already running out of time, but this is what I want to give you as a thought and you can go with it. We, 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 we are not fighting. The fight we are in is not a fight of the flesh. It's not a fight of the carnal. Those things that we see, they are manifestation or they are symptoms of something deeper, of something deeper that sometimes we are not aware of. Remember my my, pro- my prophet, my professor or my teacher of biology used to tell us when a pastor or someone who, described, who discovered the, the microscope or the, when he saw the, the, the microbes, uh, micro, microbes, microbes, <laughs> sorry, you understand what I mean, right? So microbes, the, uh, and the, the teachers used to tell us, if we could only have eyes of microbes, and put that on us and see what's happening around us, no one would like to go out because you will be scared of what's going on in the air here. It's filthy in the air here all the time. Ooh, and she was a nice woman. Oh, it's filthy all around here. But thank God, God has given us a way of protection. He's given us the skin as the first protection, 
And if it goes through the skin, if the immune system is strong, it will kill that water thing. So the things are there, that's why, that's why first we don't see them, and if they go, we have some protection. That's my thought. I have a lot to say, but I want to stay with that, if we can go there. So the same thing in the spiritual. In the spiritual, we don't have that microscope eyes to see all the different things. But we have received the prophet with the eye that could see all the different things and see all the tactics of the enemy and tell us, you know, there are many things happening around here. I see those spirits. I see that spirit. I need other things. That's what we are fighting on. But I give you the remedies how to fight against those things. You have to put some protections. If you don't want to have those protections, yeah, they will come inside. So you need to have strong skins. You have to have those strong skins. Don't go in those areas. Don't go in those areas. Don't do those things. The last time we emphasized on the phone, we emphasized on the television, we emphasized on those, those things. Those are areas where those are really infected. So don't spend too much time there because it's going to go against the fight against those spirits because they are spirits. And I will tell you, you need to have a strong human system. You need to stay in the word of God. You need to stay in prayer. You don't see them in the flesh you are tired or the different things. But I'm encouraging you, stay in the word of God. Because you are fighting against invisible things that you don't know. And you just see, you see in the world that the effect of those will see the people in the world with the simple, the simple things that were put aside. In the school, they remove simple things. Just reading the Bible... Just reading the Bible, just telling stories to the kids. But we see the consequences now. The people have become insane. They have lost their mind. What is the cause? They let down the bars. How did the God come in? Because you let down the bars. Because you let down the immune system of the word of God. That's why you are sick spiritually. Amen. Now, give me 15 minutes, then I'll close as we come to that place. The prophet, so that's what then the prophet says in the conflict between God and Satan. He says, but Satan is more than a match for us. I want that to go in deep. Satan is more than a match for us. We know that. We know that Satan is way more than a match for any human being. Don't you never try to do it with your wisdom or outsmart him. That's what Eve tried to do. I will try to outsmart him. I will try to reason with him. I will try to make it, I will try to see if it makes sense. That's not the area where you have to stand. Our area where we have to stand by the Mark Spotify so well, it's not in our mind. Where we have to fight or where we, we are stronger, it is in the faith of God. It is believing the word of God. I don't understand it, but I believe it. Amen. Then he continues, says, no more trusting in anything, God come himself. This was a man-sized job, so he just brought it on down. He came down himself. They, don't, they won't have to do nothing about it. Just let them surrender to, surrender to me, and I will walk in them, talk in them, speak in them, work in them. That's it. I will do the do. I will do the do. I will do the work. 
Just let them just humble themselves. Let them just empty out. I will just beat my enemy out there through them. That's it. You can't do it in yourself now. You are not a match for him. But if you just let God do it, get the word in you, then it'll all be taken care of. So it's not a physical one, it's not a, even a mental, it's not a mental fight. You have, we have to go through the principle of the Bible. The principle of God is to empty ourselves. Lord, I want to empty myself. I want to empty for any reasoning. And I want you to do the work and the do and the wonders through me. Amen. Amen. So, I'll come to this nine. I want to read one quote here like that. It says, is wonder to perform. It was while those who went to Emmaus along to road begin to talk about him. Then he stepped out of the bushes and walked with them through the day. The reason we don't have the spiritual blessings. We have too much time to watch television. We have too much time to read the newspaper. We have too much time to listen to something that we ought not to be listening to. And we are not redeeming the time. We are giving it to the things of the world instead of our time to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Christians live on the word of God. You know, as a capacity, is we have, I still like that, that, that principle, Brother Ed, that told us those so well. It's, it's, it's a place of, it's, it's, it's the law of replacement. Anything that you're occupying with something useless, it should be occupied by the word of God. If you take down something useless and you put God, you'll have more blessings. <laughs> I hope you're with me this evening. Just talking between ourselves and see what... Uh, no, I will not get where, but so the prophet says, as we know, the principle is even in the natural, as we see in the natural, is just to have a foothold, and for that foothold to try to go deeper, to go deeper, and that the same strategy of what the enemy is trying to do now. I've went to everybody that I know of and little something. Is there anything out of the way now? You remember I told you a long time ago was going to get it straightened up. I know that you know that there's different spirit here than what there was. See that right? Don't let it leave no more. Charge you before Jesus Christ. Don't let it leave. Stay right here with it. Just keep everything ironed right down and move right on. You are brethren. It's never your brother or sister that does anything wrong. It's the spirit of the devil gets in there. You see, he goes around and just feels sorry for the brother or sister and know that it's the Satan getting between. 
If you have some feeling about it, get that out of you right quick because otherwise, because it will canker you. Not the canker of the person, but you will canker you. Means Satan has found a foothold and he's trying to build on top of that to go deeper. But you have a discernment of the spirit to recognize it's not your brother. It's the Satan who's trying to fight you, fight between you two and try to put that between. And you have to cast it away. Amen. The Smyrna Church age, the prophet says, I think Brother Andrew mentioned that as well, if I'm not mistaken. The only thing the matter gets all these little differences away from you, little ease and little funny feelings around you for brethren and things like that, shake it away. Don't let no root of bitterness ever get into your soul. If you do, it will canker you. Right, keep love. I don't care how much people hate you, you love them anyhow. If you don't do that, you need, then, if, 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 then, then you are not sealed. You got a loose place yet, so come on, on back and get that sealed up right good with the blood of Christ. It will cleanse you from all root of bitterness. But that's so simple, Brother Moses. But Yes, it's simple, but you know before going on the other side, we must have perfect love. There's no going on the other side before having perfect love. Even applying the token, we have to apply the token with love. Amen. We have to apply the token with confidence. The prophet will go. Just to show that principles of, of the silent invasion. It says the Pentecostal God, Pentecostal God will go out in the world, the Methodist God and the Baptist God and the other denomination God, but the God of this Bible will make you like Jesus. He surely will. His spirit will dwell in you and all your life will be changed. That temper, that malice, that unforgiving spirit, that thing that will canker your soul in a lost eternity. But I just want, I can't forgive that person. Oh God, take that unforgiving spirit away. Give me the spirit of Christ. Because it's a root of bitterness. It's an invader. It's a silent invader. If you don't take care of that, it's going to canker you. If you see how easy because you lay down the bars. The first round of you Pentecostal people did fine. Another round comes along. It begins to weaken down. Then you begin the denominational stick in the back. We are oneness. We are threeness. We are fiveness. We are nothing. And sometimes it is. Something brother put it this way this morning. We have to support each other on different levels where we are. Because if you don't understand or support or I think support or, or, or forbearing is it the English word? Yeah, I guess. Then that spirit becomes it's it's a kind of a spirit of um, I'm here, I see it, but you don't see it. So you know you are nothing. It's almost the same spirit. You are nothing. That's exactly right as long as you think that. Well, you got that thought in your heart. Get it out. It will canker you. Your soul will rust over it because you have fast and stewed and argued and went out about your little old pet theology. If you had Christ in your heart, it never happened. You'd all coordinate together and went in one big group and went on. 
Why was the devil have to fight you when you are fighting one another? He just sat back and let you kill your own self. <laughs> May God help us. And regarding our church, regarding our children, says, brothers and sisters, we can't afford to let people that we love and who Christ died for get away from this life to die with, without eternal life. Let's do everything we can to get them into that place where they can rise again in the resurrection. If we love our loved ones, we cannot let them go without life eternal. Let's do everything we can to get them into that place where they can rise again in the resurrection. So that's what this is. As we talked talk last time, putting a little bit of emphasis on the children. See what the, what the prophet says here. says, just keep drilling that into their mind, drilling it constantly, that what you do to your children, mother, quit running around over the city and guiding about. Give your children Bible lectures and things. That's the thing to do. All these here societies and posts, although it's in the church, the church is so society up, so there is no time to raise the children. And I believe you have heard my expression of women preachers. I might have to crawl back on that, but let me tell you, every mother is a preacher. Sure, God gives her a little congregation at home to preach to, so now just keep it going. That's good. You get it first. So then go right with your children. Near some time, I was reading an article where there was a home and five boys was born in this home. And as soon as the oldest one got old enough to go to the Navy, of the Navy he went. The second one followed the next one until all, the whole five went away to the Navy. And there was no Marines or Navy men in their family. They were wondering what's going on. The mother and father couldn't understand just why these people, these boys, everyone wanted to go to the Navy. There was a real fine combing investigation made of this. And come to find out in the bedroom where these boys were all brought up, in this bedroom, there is a beautiful big picture hanging there of a big ship sailing on a quiet currency. And it so impressed the boys as they went to bed at night looking at this picture. As we put the picture for the kids, let's put it for the parents, let's put it for because we are all children in God's eyes. The thing that goes in your mind before you go to bed, the things you see, it impresses your mind. It so impressed the boys as they went to bed at night looking at this picture. It was in their mind to sail that quiet, soothing sea. And on the morning when they arose, the first thing they could look at was that ship making her way through the quiet, calm sea. And it impressed the boys so that each one became a sailor. Now, if the picture of a ship would impress boys to become navy men, sailors of the sea, what ought the picture of the Lord Jesus Christ to do? Oh, praise be to God. Always have the right thing before your children. Bring up a child in the way that he should go. Bring it up and teach it right. Certainly won't depart from it. 
That's the right picture. They had constantly in the morning, in the night, in the morning, in the night. In the thing, in the invisible realm that something was happening in their mind, that it impressed their mind and they wanted to become what they were seeing the first thing and the, and the last thing in the night. If we could see the first thing is the word of God, hear the first thing is the word of God, go to bed, the last thing that we hear is the word of God. Without even knowing in the supernatural, in our mind, something is mentioning, something is impressing us to the point that we want to become what we hear, we want to become what we see, we want to become the Word. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians 3, 6, 18 says, For we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Musicians can come as a promise. I don't want to belong. And uh, go to the positive side another time, God willing. So the prophet says, God loves the truth, and the truth shall set you free. God wants you to know the truth. Christ is the truth, the Holy Ghost. Is here the Holy Spirit, power, on the consideration. On the consideration is word. If the Holy Ghost is in you, he feeds on the word of God, not on televisions, not on true story magazines and love books. That's you people calling yourself Christians, wrap yourself up. But this is not a fiction book. This is not something, this is a, this is a true story magazines. It says that's not what the Holy Ghost feeds on. The Holy Ghost feeds on on the Word of God. You want to have a strong immune system? Feed on the Word of God. Let's have that burden to feed upon the Word of God. It's against the flesh, but that's what should have the burden to feed upon the Word of God. Do you think that I'm, do I'm doing a good service to the Lord by emphasizing that we have to put more time on the Word of God? says, then, what do you do when you apply to it to your work? I'm reading from the token here. Move all the trash out. Get all the short skirts and the shorts and the cards and the cigarettes and televisions. Put the phones and the program the phones. Whatever more and kicks them out of the door. And you, when you do, go apply the token. It won't stand still for it. Yes, sir, take it all out, all the dances and parties and rock and roll and all vulgar newspaper and the stuff that's of the, of the world kicked out of the door. Say, we are cleaning out this place around here. Like Jacob did, said, told his wife and all of them, wash your clothes and everything, put away them, God, them God. You know what Joshua said before crossing, said, wash your clothes, come not at your wives and so forth. Get ready, for within three days we'll cross Jordan. Amen. He was getting ready. He was applying the token. Amen. So, brother, I put the right balance. It means we need the phones for other things, but don't let it be your master. Because you can't serve two masters at the same time. Serve the Lord. Amen. I shall not be moved.
our song here. I know the master of the wind. My boat of life sails on a troubled sea. Whenever there's a wind in my sail, but I have a friend who watches us over me. Yes. 
physics playing softly. This evening, the purpose of preaching is not to put anybody down or try to, just for the sake of taking time, but I have a burden in my heart just to realize that sometimes as a message believer, we can still be bound by certain things, certain programs, certain things that take time. The prophet calls it one message of the See, we see women caught up into the web of the devil, a web of different things, web of Hollywood, advertisement, on television, radio, newspaper, or I'll say even brothers in games, solid Christians, but sometimes we miss those blessings of God by being caught up in all those different things. Sometimes we take them as entertainment, we take them as hobbies, but do not let that take the place of God. When we are in church, we are thinking, well, how I will get to the next level, I will get this, I will do this. Oh, as we heard this morning, the message just become in the background, but other things we can put more time on it, fully focused to follow a program, to finish a level or to do different things. I think we can give God more in our rooms and our life and put those silent invaders that are coming slowly and take the place of God. That, that's the burden in my heart, maybe too put that then we become weak weak in prayer weak in reading the word of God weak in having the burden for others we become gossipers we maybe the cause because we allow other things that's not giving the place for the travail of the soul may God help us that's the burden in my heart just pray then we don't fall in the same thing as Eve fell. Or I know we can take that we never fail. By God's grace, we not fail. But maybe we don't give God as He would have worked. And God has to work through man, to work through woman. May God help us. If you just believe on the thing that you have, not trying to force raising of hands this evening, but in your heart, maybe say God I still have an area where I think I'm giving more than what I should have I cannot I cannot get rid of it by myself I've tried I've tried but the prophet gave us a secret just empty out so God help me on that area I want to give you more time I want to enjoy the prophet more I want to enjoy the service more there in place have I arrived to the place where there was one time in my life I was more dedicated than I am today then there is something wrong my relationship with you should be sweeter and sweeter deeper and deeper not regressing if there is regressing the bad sign means 
there was an invader something was taken the place that he used to have Lord prepare me to be your sanctuary just talk to him in your own way this evening as the music just playing slide just talk to him Lord I need you I need you Father the prophet will after the message the invasion of the United States he prayed Lord break me break me mold me mold me Lord anything that is not of yours take it away any invader anything that is trying to take the first priority take it away father that's our prayer this evening lord we want you to give you the first place in our lives we want to be completely dedicated to you father we have to do other things working and other things that true but father Help us to be constantly impressed by the Word of God. To enjoy the time of prayer. To enjoy the time of dedication. To enjoy the time of listening to the Word of God. Not just for knowledge, but Lord, what is it doing in my heart? Speak to my heart in a sincere way. It can change me and transform me. It's my prayer, Father. Myself. Lord, I want more of you, more of you and less of myself. Let it be the same, Father, for the congregation this evening, Father. Father, as we are preparing to go our separate ways, but Father, we pray that the word that we heard may be given a broken way, but it's your word. But let us to not to lay down the bars, not to lay down the bars, but, Father, to raise it higher, to keep it higher, Father, for you to have the preeminence, for you to reign and rule. Bless your people this evening, Father, for the different needs, for the sick, for those who are going through trials and difficult things. Father, you are the master of the wind, as we have sung. You can calm the storm. You can change, Father, what the impossible to something that is possible, Father. Because you are the specialist on things that are impossible. Father, we love you with all our heart this evening. We give you the glory and the honor. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus Christ, name we pray. Amen. Lord, prepare to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true with thanksgiving song in my heart also 
have so much to thank him for. When I look around and see the good things he has done for me and I know I'm unworthy of them Father, Lord, we just come to you this evening just so thankful to have been in your presence, Lord. We thank you for the word, Lord. We thank you for our brother Moses that, Lord, put himself aside and just yielded himself to you and spoke. And Lord, I thank how you 
you spoke to my needs, to my heart, to what's on, been on my heart, Lord, and I'm so thankful for that, Lord. We just thank you for this gathering, Lord, and we just pray that you'd go with us as we go our separate ways. Lord, may you be with us through this week, and whatever we would go through, Lord, may we just always remember, Lord, that you are for us, that you are with us, Lord, and not to fear. We just pray once more for Brother Dale, Lord, that you'd bless him, Lord. What a pillar he's been even for me personally, Lord. I pray you'd bless him, that you'd give him the desires of his heart, Lord, that you'd keep him, and Lord, that he could be a blessing elsewhere, that he would travel, Lord. Lord, we commit all these things to you. We love you, and we thank you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. I've got so much to thank him. I've got so much to thank him for, so much to pray.